0: Thank you for listening to the Spielman & Hooley We Tackle Life podcast. Please review our podcast on iTunes, and remember to send us an email and nominate someone for COVID-19 relief. We give away $1,000 every Friday. Nominate someone you know at SpielmanHooleyPodcast at gmail.com. Small businesses in the state of Ohio, remember, AUI Info is your source for all things health insurance related and HR related. Save yourself the time of being on a telephone call on hold incessantly waiting for information about the best health insurance for your employees. Let Chrissy, Julie, Steve, and the staff at AUI Info in Akron service your small business throughout the state of Ohio. You won't pay more. AUI Info is compensated by the companies that it lines you up with. Remember the name, AUI on the Spielman & Hooli We Tackle Life podcast
1: if you uh, want to play sports in the fall that should not be the government's decision it should be the parents decision in college in high school Every middle school kid, every high school kid, every college kid signs a waiver for concussion protocol. Every single one of them. And then the parents have the wisdom or guardians to choose whether they allow their minor to participate in a sport.
0: That seems like a good plan to me. Let the parents decide whether uh, kids play sports or not. My uh, brother-in-law has got a nine-year-old.
1: Uh, they started their little league baseball. Parents signed a waiver, and they're playing. They practice social distancing, no high fives and all that. That's fine. Whatever, they're yeah. playing.
0: What do they do if you uh, high-five somebody in a baseball game right now? Is that a, just, a run penalty? One less out, two strikes instead of three. You,
1: you got to look at the uh, a dirty look, like I got at uh, IKEA. they allow their minor to participate in a sport
0: they that seems like a good plan to me let the parents decide whether uh kids play sports yeah. or not my uh,
1: brother-in-law has got a nine-year-old uh they started their little league baseball parents signed a waiver and they're playing they practice social distancing no high fives and all that that's fine whatever they're yeah.
0: playing what do they do if you uh high five somebody in a baseball game right now? Is that a, just, a run penalty? You got one you get less a, out, you get two imagine, strikes imagine instead of three.
1: You gotta look at the uh, a dirty look like I got it at IKEA.
0: You gotta you were out Saturday. and about at Ikea? Well, first You of had all, your mask on?
1: I did. Of course you and did. You're first, in the city of Columbus. First of all, um I've never been to IKEA and my stepdaughter sent me out for a mirror. Oh my goodness. And it's it's a, it's a, it's like an amusement park ride to get into this. You know they
0: have uh, they have those mirrors at Walmart. Uh, whatever, right uh, down there at Sawmill and uh, Bethel. Well, I don't it's like, ask well, questions. Two minutes from your house. They
1: asked me to go, go. So I go. Okay, wait in line. <laughs> it
0: costs you about a third as much.
1: Wait in line to get in. I walk in there and I'm just overwhelmed. Wait a minute, Completely. you waited
0: in line, so you're
1: six feet apart from the person. No, in line. we weren't. But we had masks on. But oh, okay. we weren't six okay. feet apart. So you don't we have waiting. to
0: social distance if you have a mask I,
1: on? Apparently not. Okay. I, I don't know all the rules. I'm, I can't. They I'm, keep changing.
0: I don't really go out much now, so I'm trying to find out what the rules are in case I have to
1: go. I out. walk in there, and it's just overwhelming. I don't know where to go. I mean, okay, there's this giant, huge store. Go find a mirror. It's called a Huvet, Hovet. H O V E T. So well, I is asked it somebody. Hovet or Hove? Maybe Hove. I don't know. I call it Hovet. Uh, in America, I call it Hovet. Okay. If I'm over in France, I'll call it a Hove. Yeah. Uh I'm walking through. Finally, somebody said, you have to go to this warehouse. I'm like, well, how do you get there? And they said, well, you can take the shortcut or you can take the long way. So, well, knowing, I,
0: knowing you, you took the long way. No, you I always took, do it
1: harder. You get more steps, yeah. But I thought, well, I'll take the shortcut because I'm completely overwhelmed. There's so many people here. They all had masks on, which is nice. Nice. And, it's, and I ended up finding a mirror, but while I'm waiting in line on my yellow dot, mm-hmm. being socially obedient, yeah. my giant face breaks the mask. Just snaps. Broke it. My, my it, uh, People don't realize what a giant face and you head. You do have a giant face. And head. Yeah. And head. It just snapped.
0: So the little thing that yeah, holds white, it behind your ear. Yeah, snapped. My goodness.
1: So the looks that I received. Did alarms go off? <laughs> yeah, because... I'm I'm in a panic now, right? I, I'm trying to balance this giant mirror in the grocery basket, and and holding the, holding my face or mask up. So I had to bite the face mask so it wouldn't fall off. I get up to the cash register, ready to check out. I said, "Dude, my mask broke." And with all seriousness, yes, this young man who's only doing his job, only doing his job, and I respect him. And the guy was working hard. I was watching all the workers at I- IKEA, and they were working hard and they're very nice and uh, customer friendly. I said, dude, my, I'm sorry, my face mask broke, and he looked at me, took an immediate step backwards, right? Of just because that's Recoil. how they're socially conditioned. Recoiled in horror. Recoiled, yes, but not, you know, uh, uh, it's all right, man. Don't worry, I'm not going to report it, or I'll, I'll just tell somebody if they if somebody stops you. Wow. On my way out the door. It's a good thing. It, so that's where we are.
0: I'm glad that they didn't report you or otherwise I'd have been waiting for you to show up this morning and you'd have been in
1: uh, Orange. COVID
0: prison. COVID prison. The suspension. Yes. Good morning. Welcome to a July 13th edition misdemeanor of the of Life podcast. By, brought to you I'm by Bruce, Governor uh, Mike DeWine, a misdemeanor. Very lucky that didn't happen to you in Cleveland. I saw yesterday that one of the uh, top politicos in Cleveland said that they will... Uh, enforce a second-degree misdemeanor in Cuyahoga County, and you face a 90-day jail term, the possibility of a 90-day jail term if you do not have a mask on. I don't know what they do if it breaks. Maybe only 45 days. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I'm glad I wasn't in Cleveland.
0: Uh, We have a lot to pursue today in the craziness of COVID intersecting sports and uh, sports intersecting politics and politics. so, you know, two big intersections. Uh, but we'll start with what's more germane to uh, us and to you, we think, as a listener, and that is high school sports in the state of Ohio. This week, newspapers, congratulations to them. Uh, they have a good relationship with the uh, some Central Ohio football coaches, and the Central Ohio football coaches are presenting a plan to the Ohio Football Coaches Association, who would then in turn present it to the Ohio High School Athletic Association, now these guys in Central Ohio are acting on their own. Okay, they're not. They're giving an idea to their association. It's not sanctioned by their association. Okay, so they're just coming up with a plan. They want to play football. Being proactive. Being yes. Being proactive. They see how things are trending, how the fear is increasing, and how the COVID positive tests are going up. Um, they propose a spring football season. Did you see this? No. They propose that the fall season, if it's canceled, be uh, staged in the spring. Practice would start February 1st, scrimmages February 15th, a six week regular season starting February 26th, followed by a seven week postseason that would culminate in state championship games May 20th through the 22nd. Now, they not only have uh, done this for football, they have basically reclassified every sport. And what they've done is they've taken the sports that they deem to be uh, risky to play in a contagious environment. They want... Baseball in the fall. Baseball, field hockey, golf, softball, tennis, track, and volleyball in the fall. And in the winter, pretty much the typical winter sports. Basketball, bowling, gymnastics, hockey, wrestling. So those don't move. Spring season... Cross country, which for the life of me, I can't understand. Two time
1: state champion, West Thank Liberty you. Salem, Bruce <laughs> Hooley. Thank you.
0: Football, soccer, and lacrosse. That's there's in a the problem. Spring.
1: Tell me the problem. So many kids that play football play lacrosse, mm-hmm. so they're going to have to choose. Yeah, it's minor. It's not a minor problem, it's one where you force a kid to choose, and every kid. At least, you know, in Upper Arlington, football is pretty popular where I live, yeah. and lacrosse is very popular. Dublin-Kaufman, mm-hmm. Olentangy-Liberty, these are the high schools that I'm familiar yeah, with. Dublin, there's very, a big very popular, big crossover, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's not a bad idea. I, I, are we going to have uh, an assurance that COVID's not going to be as prevalent in the spring?
0: Don't think I mean, there's any assurances at the moment. Okay,
1: so here's an idea. Everybody sign a waiver. Then you choose... Whether you deem it safe enough for your child to play in high school or not play in high school. Mm. That's- Happy about that. Yeah. So then, then, so you force force the girls to choose club soccer or high school soccer.
0: Yeah, That will not be good for high school soccer because a lot of the girls who have aspirations of playing no, in college club. are going to go club because club is... You know, you're playing with better players, you're playing yeah. against better competition, although you know, you'd have the school pride issue. I don't know what my daughter would do in that situation. Uh, but depends if she's committed somewhere, play for your school. She hasn't committed yet. Okay. Um. So that's what the, is out there. It's I, not a bad idea. It's I not mean. a bad idea. No, I'm not. I'm not criticizing it. I think you know. I, uh, the six week regular season, the seven week postseason. You're going to have to make some adjustments. I applaud the coaches for making a sacrifice in their regular season. It's a four. It's a four game sacrifice, right? And they play ten regular season games. So that's a big sacrifice. Almost.
1: I, yeah, I think though the seven weeks sounds like an expansion. Well, the, the playoffs.
0: OHSAA, in order to recoup some of the financial losses from no basketball tournaments, added another layer to the playoffs. Every team would make the playoffs in this proposal. Every I like team. It. I like it. So you'd get in there. You'd get a chance to play, you know, for a title. But I boy, think that's
1: would, a, actually a decent idea for high school. The only thing I don't like is the deal where you're forcing kids to choose between two sports. So, but it's fine. I mean, it it is what it is. Uh, I just don't understand because I I have asked a lot of people the question that I presented to you on Friday. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've asked anybody. I that. have
0: a lot of guys who listen to the podcast Friday really love your idea of a parent parental waiver. Parents sign the waiver. It's not unusual, as you said in the open. You have to sign a waiver for concussions. So sign a waiver. My kid can play. I know there's COVID risks, but he's going to play. And I'm not going to sue you if he gets COVID.
1: I want to ask the question, though. Is there is there a chance that your kid can get COVID without playing? Uh, yes. Yes. Speaking from experience, not only my one of my minions, but also about, I don't know, 15 or 20 of her friends have had it. Is there a chance that you can get COVID while playing sports?
0: Yes. You're actually the first person I know who has someone close to them have COVID. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many people, I'm sure a lot of people know someone who's had it. I just don't know of anybody and none in my circle have had it. Well, That I know of that have you know, tested, I should say that have tested positive.
1: Fortunately, um, all of those um, people that have con- contracted the COVID virus are all doing great. They have minimal symptoms. Fortunately for us, I mean yeah. that's not the case obviously with everybody around. But for nope. us, and they're all young, strong, healthy people. That's been our experience. Yeah. So sign a waiver. Why? Why can't? Why can't somebody just stand up and say sign a waiver? And if you if you're afraid, and I'm not saying that in a derogatory way, if you're afraid or concerned that your child may contract COVID, then don't let them play. Tell them go to school. When you can, come home. Stay in your room. Go out in the yard. Take a walk. But you can't play sports because we are going to bow down. I'm not. I'm not saying this in a. It sounds derogatory, but it's not. We're gonna. I don't even know how. To, we're gonna submit to COVID. COVID is gonna win. We're gonna submit to COVID. We're gonna let it order our oh, lives. First, and, and then the other thing is, you can't pass the physical, or you have an underlying condition, can't play. Can't play. Sorry. By the way, you can't have structure for those that uh, aren't as fortunate as some of the children that come from two-parent homes or have uh, or more uh, affluent financially. Just go home, go to school. Because I know you won't go to your friend's house. I know you won't go to the mall. I know you won't go to restaurants. I know that you'll go home and you'll go to the basement and you'll study from three o'clock until ten o'clock at night. And you'll get up. You'll get up and you'll do your homeschooling. You will not leave the house. You will stay inside. Because I know that's what will happen. Yeah,
0: I don't know if ten years from now we'll get a fair reckoning on the unintended consequences of COVID, the generation. Well, it won't that, take ten years, Bruce. No, it won't take ten years, but I just my point is I don't know the keywords in the sentence I just spoke were fair reckoning. Because I think this has been uh politicized on both sides of the aisle to a point where whatever you believe about your worldview, you can shape COVID to um, support your worldview. Yes. Either you're losing freedom or, no, we got to, you know, whatever. You know, government should protect us from everything. Those are kind of the two polar opposite worldviews. So I don't know if we'll ever get a fair reckoning, and that's a pretty good segue into uh, two other big sports stories this morning which are definitely intersecting politics and sports. And believe me, I'd like to just have games to talk about. So, hey, before we do that, congratulations to Columbus, to the Columbus crew. And first of all, congratulations to Dr. Pete Edwards of Orthopedic One that we no longer have to say the silly crew SC. The former owner uh, of Anthony, what was his last name? forgot his last name. That's good. I'd really rather forget him. Anthony Thomas? Not Anthony Thomas. No, Anthony. Former running back from Indiana? No. Oh, I thought you were talking about the chocolate guy. Uh, Anthony Thomas, No, I, know. I think in football terms. No, Anthony, who's the guy took him to uh, Austin? Anyway, he's out of sight, out of mind. Uh, Dr. Pete Edwards dispensed with the Crew SC. That was the previous ownership. SC though. or F? S. Soccer club. Oh. Could be FC. Could be football club. Soccer club. Uh, they defeated Cincinnati. What's their... 4-0. Four n- four but they're playing games. Actual games. Of course they are. Congrats. They don't live in fear. Saturday night, late, while Soccer I was in players
1: have courage. MLS has
0: courage. So if the MLS can play, why can't my daughter play? They don't play? live in fear. Yeah. Boy, it's sad when soccer players who flop and they the all kinds of hey, stuff, they're, they're showing us the courage. Go crew. The courage. Black I, and <laughs> unknown gold? to mankind. Black and yellow all the way. Black and yellow all the way, yes. UA all the way. Columbus crew all the way. Yeah hip hooray there we are (laughs) all right uh hip hip hooray for hemisphere coffee roasters we received an email from uh professor rick at ohio state who says uh tell your advertisers i purchased enough of both spielman cbd and hemisphere coffee to qualify for quantity discounts. Well, you got your quantity discount from Hemisphere Coffee Roasters, Rick. You got your 15% off discount if you were savvy enough to use the promo code WE TACKLE LIFE in all CAFs. Hemisphere Coffee Roasters buying their coffee direct from growers throughout the world and then bringing it right to you in uh, either light, medium, or dark roast. K-Cups, roasted however you like it. They'll roast it to your specs. Hemisphere Coffee Roasters, they offer flavored coffees. They offer all kinds of coffees. It's Mr. Spielman's go-to to start his day and to work out. How's the 6,000-mile challenge coming?
1: 4,148 miles. Powered by Hemisphere Coffee. 4,148 miles. 4,148. You made it across the country already, and you're yeah, on your way on back. Yeah, on my way back. I'm about at Oklahoma back right there, now. Back in Oklahoma
0: right now, where they've been the big— You ever been on, uh, through Oklahoma on ice? 65, i 65. I forget what. I 40. Big the world's biggest cross? No. Huge. It's like a couple hundred feet high. Great. Beautiful. Oh, oh, Absolutely. That, yeah. That's right. That's right in the uh, wheelhouse of our podcast. As is Hemisphere Coffee Roasters. Order online hemispherecoffeeroasters.com. Hemisphere coffee roasters.com. Okay, the Washington Redskins will be out this morning with an announcement that they will be retiring the nickname Redskins. They are not going to name their new name yet. I would assume that will leak in days because they have licensing things to do. What struck me was you can pretty much do anything you want to do if the league is behind you doing it. When the Browns changed their uniforms, it had to be like a two-year process or a three-year process because there were licenses and apparel this and apparel that. The Redskins have decided to ditch the Redskins nickname in a matter of what? A month? Not even a month. Oh, 2 FedEx. weeks. 2 weeks. So they're going to ditch that and then they're going to have to ramp up and get gear out for the start of football season, which we think football season is going to start on time, right?
1: Yeah. And NFL it, season, anyway. Here It's simple. I was listening to NFL radio on the way in. If you, if, as a player you're scared, opt out. Sit out. Sit out. Just sit. See ya. I don't want you on my team anyway. You going to operate in fear? Let me...
0: I get the general Isolate theme yourself. that you have, <laughs> fearful to stop, down, get away, and let us go on with our life. But as it concerns the Washington <laughs> oh, Redskins, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Darren Ravel. This is kind of a this is the first thing I thought. Darren Ravel. I don't know who he's with sports anymore. He's a Sports report. business guy, smart guy. He was gloating about the increased number of COVID cases last night in the South. Uh, he's a fear monger and he wants to button up and quarantine and mask up and go all ahead. That. Have fun. So. He proposed that the Washington Redskins change their name to the Washington Red Tails, named after an, uh, an African-American flying unit in one of the World Wars, maybe World War II. And the first thing I thought was, well, that's cultural appropriation too, is it not? And, I mean, in a good way, I guess, because you're honoring somebody. And this, is, this point has been made to him on Twitter that you're, you're literally repeating the same problem. He says, "No, no, no. If you're honoring it, it's okay. If you're which I Who the, determines Redskins, who's honoring the Redskins The Redskins would argue honored. they're honoring Native Americans. So I don't think I mean I, I would stay away from it. anything you'd have to change again.
1: Change Yeah, uh, I don't know. The, the Washington Wallabies. I would the say Washington Wales. Is there anything they could pick? Yeah, no, that's political
0: political wise? The there Washington- are no whales in Washington.
1: Well, no. some people don't know this. There used to be a political party back in the start of our country called the Whig the party. The Whigs, the Whigs, so Washington yeah. Whigs. W H I G. Yes. So there's all kind of things you the can. Tories, about.
0: the Whigs and the Tories. Were the Whigs Republicans or Democrats? Yeah, yeah, Forerunners. No,
1: from now on, just name every the, all uh, every new nickname's got to be flowers. That's the Washington a good idea. daffodils, the Washington pansy posies, or. <sighs> Washington, Washington tulip, tulips. Maybe the, the tulip. Dutch
0: would get upset about the tulips. No, don't. no, they, no. You appropriating just, you know, tulips from... Just name
1: uh, everything flowers. That's safe. That's safe. Yeah. I think it's safe now.
0: No, it's not. It's got to be flowers. What about the Washington roses? The roses? Yeah. The tulips? What's that tree? The crabapple trees that come out and bloom? Yeah, in Washington. it's
1: offensive to crabs.
0: It is, probably. Crabs so, don't yeah. like being compared to trees. They're going to have a new nickname. Now we get to the meat of the podcast, the intersection of sports and What have we been doing? Uh, We've been doing that. Sign a waiver. Yeah. If you don't want
1: to play, that's your freedom. If you want to play, that's your freedom. Sign a waiver.
0: So I got to do a preamble to this to explain the whole thing to you. So before I do that, let me say that if you find yourself caught in a jackpot coming up, you need a good attorney. You need Willis Spangler Starling Attorneys. In Hilliard, online, willisattorneys.com. Uh, the jackpot you might be caught in, workers' compensation, personal injury, wills, estate planning, on and on and on, all the typical things. But, you know, if you'd send an intemperate email to your employer, uh, depending upon the political tone of the email, you would either get a raise or you might get fired and you need somebody to help you navigate through murky waters out there involving uh, the law, Willis Spangler-Starling is the way to go. Stan Kelly and all the attorneys at Willis Spangler-Starling, highest – integrity, character, honest people, and uh, they're really good people, too. So, Willis Spangler Starling, Willis Attorney. I like the wigs. I kind of like the wigs, yeah. I kind of like the wigs, too. Uh, okay, so here we go. Yeah. You may remember a hullabaloo what? Well, I don't even know how long ago. I when used- Hong Kong, the political situation in Hong Kong was heating up, and Daryl Morey, who General did, Manager
1: of the Houston Rockets.
0: General manager of the Houston Rockets, uh, Medina, Ohio native, tweeted, said, a, a, a supportive tweet, free Hong Kong.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Daryl Morey coming out in support of... Got destroyed. Freedom. He got destroyed by the league, by Adam Silver, by LeBron James, by Steve Kerr, uh, because... Popovich. Popovich. Yeah, all the guys who, you know, really care about... <laughs> the downtrodden Maury and and the NBA just had to apologize all over itself. And China was so mad. They kicked everybody out. They canceled TV shows that were supposed to take place over there. This was going to be a big public relations boon to the NBA to be in China and to, um, expand the brand, you know, expand the brand, make a lot of dough. China's got a lot of money and the NBA wanted a lot of that money. So, uh, The NBA has been pretty silent on the whole China thing, you know, and they took a little bit of criticism, but not very much. So then George Floyd uh, tragically died. The NBA became very uh, concerned about that, as is anyone should be concerned about that. Sure. And uh, so they started up their little reboot of the season in their bubble in Orlando at Disney World, and the players are all fired up, and some players, even Kyrie Irving said, I don't want to play. I want to concentrate on social justice. See, bye. So the NBA is trying to, you know, be responsive to its players and so they say well yeah. how about this how about when you come back and play we allow you to put like a uh political statement a social justice message on your uh uniform vote say their names black lives matter all this stuff they even thought about putting black lives matter on the court at uh, the new nba bubble okay so uh Fast forward to which is to, a self-proclaimed Marxist, which group. is a self-proclaimed Marxist group. That's Black on their
1: America, website. Yes. That's with not a, my with opinion. A,
0: with an embraceable nickname, but it is, or with an embraceable name, but it does not stand for right. Black lives. It stands for defunding police. It stands for the destruction of the nuclear family. It stands for transgender rights. It stands for a lot of things, and you can go to the Black Lives Matter website and read what we stand for. And it's a long thing what they stand for. you got to read all the way to the end because if you're looking at the top, you won't see it. They do a good job of hiding it, but it is on there. I give them credit for not hiding who they are. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, late this past week, Senator Josh Hawley, is he Missouri? Yes, he is. Okay. He sends a letter, an email, to Adam Silver, commissioner of the NBA. And he says, "Hey Commissioner Silver, I noticed that you're going to allow your players to put Black Lives Matter, vote, blah 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 on uniforms. Are you going to what are you going to do if a player in your league would want to put Free Hong Kong mm-hmm. or Back the Blue, supportive of police, or Support Our Troops? Are you going to allow them the opportunity to do that? Cuz they have a pre-established list of options. There's probably 10." or so options that the players can put on there. And so Josh Hawley's senator sends this to Adam Silver, but he also wants this highlighted in the media. So he sends it to some people who he knows cover the league, including the number one uh, guy who covers the league is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN. Four million followers on Twitter, by the way. He's famous for the Woj bombs, which are, you know, said to, you know, the first trade news breaks, it's a Woj bomb. This breaks in the league, this guy signs, this guy gets hired, this guy gets fired, it's a Woj bomb. Well, Woj uh, responds two minutes later. I think the timing of this is important. Two minutes after Adrian Wojnarowski receives the email from Josh Hawley, and I don't know how long it is, but it would presumably take him a little while to read the email. Mm -hmm. Adrian Wojnarowski fires back a succinct two-word email to Senator Hawley, and it's a it's a Woj bomb, all right? It's a Woj F-bomb. Mm-hmm. F-U mm-hmm. is all it says. From Adrian Wojnarowski's official ESPN email account. Okay, so Adrian Wojnarowski has since apologized. He has since been suspended. Mm-hmm. Um, They think it's a week or two by ESPN. But... And I'll give you the floor and your thoughts on no, this. The, and
1: the, uh, Senator Hawley also invited the, I forget the guy's name now, it's changed again, the head of ESPN to... Jimmy Pataro. Jimmy Pataro to come. To and, Washington, yeah. And have a sit-down conversation. And like now, was is this always, before a Senate committee, or is this before,
0: is this just... I think that it was, come, was just
1: Senator Hawley, from my have, understanding. Have yeah. So, I mean, you have to have dialogue, and dialogues if Senator Hawley expresses what about free Hong Kong or back to blue or whatever, and uh, the players want to have other things, which is certainly their right. It's their league. They can do whatever they want to do, and I support whatever they want to do. I honestly do. But if a player would want to do something else like that or have that option and you suggest that, and the response is F you, that's not a dialogue. You're not going to get anywhere. You have to be able to listen to each other, understand each other, then sit down and come to some sort of compromise. But you can't have compromise without a dialogue, and you can't have a dialogue if your first response to your idea is F you. It's that simple.
0: Does well, that make how, sense to yes, you? Yes, it does. You look at it from a standpoint of, you know, let's let's have a dialogue, which I applaud. I look at it from a journalism perspective, and I've said before, I'm ashamed of my profession because journalism is dead. Adrian Wojnarowski has confirmed in resounding fashion my comment that journalism is dead because Adrian Wojnarowski is supposed to be hired by ESPN to cover the NBA. He's supposed to cover the NBA. His email to Josh Hawley is essentially – proves that adrian wojnarowski has made his agenda the nba's agenda yeah. that he is an advocate for all things nba you say wait a minute well why is this such a big deal if you don't know what life is like in china china has for a long time a long time limited the number of children a family can have they have forced sterilizations They are now taking over Hong Kong. They have taken books off the shelves in Hong Kong that have anything to do with democracy. They have prison camps in China where they imprison Muslims. Uh, There is no freedom of speech. There is no freedom of worship. I'm on a leadership call with a gentleman who used to be a missionary in China, and he said for a while China made it clear, you got some time to get out of the country? You're over here, like, evangelizing Jesus yeah. Christ. We're going to give you some time to get out of the country. If you don't get out of the country in uh, an expedient fashion, uh, you're going to wish you had. It yeah. would be put away. underground
1: churches all yeah. over China.
0: And I also know a woman who has recently received her Ph.D. in, uh, in studies on China, and she has been teaching English over there, but... Uh, this year's deem she's not going to go back because the situation is too volatile. Mm. And they look at Americans as, what are you doing over here? Are you over here like evangelizing yep. people? Spice. So it's not a free country. And for a league like the NBA where these guys are not shy about putting out their social justice, this and all that, um, this is fraudulent. This is completely about, oh, wait, you'll pay me this much money? Okay, so I don't have to hold up the rights of... You know, Chinese people, I don't, freedom doesn't mean anything to me in China. You don't have to, you
1: don't. I argue that there's nobody that has to go stick up for the rights of China. The argument that I have if you want the freedom to stick up for the uh, rights of Hong Kong or the people, freedom loving people in China or the people that desire freedom. You should be able to have that right because that's, to me, that's social justice. Freedom? Yeah, I think that would fall under social justice. To me,
0: it inauthenticates your voice for social justice causes in the United States if you can't support are you allowed to wear, freedom of speech in other countries. Are you allowed to wear pro-life on the back of your jersey? No, of course not. That's not an option either. That was my question was, can you can you wear on the back of your jersey abortion is murder? Yeah. I doubt it. No. (laughs) So, uh, here's the thing. With Wojnarowski, uh, this guy's a water boy for the league. He carries the league's water. Okay? So, again, death of journalism.
1: He apologized, by the way. Well, he
0: apologized, but it doesn't... His apology doesn't nullify his mindset. His mindset is clear that he is all about whatever the NBA, whatever is good for the NBA, is he says good for Adrian Wojnarowski. Otherwise, it wouldn't. This is the thing the two minute response time, he went from whatever his normal working temperature is to boiling instantly. Mm -hmm. It made him so mad that Josh Hawley, the senator from Missouri, was pointing out the obvious hypocrisy of the NBA. Putting in the face of America a social justice campaign while at the same time turning a blind eye to, and even having Adam Silver say they have, quote, mutual respect for Chinese values. Mutual respect for Chinese values. Their values are to imprison people who think differently than they do, who talk differently than they do, who worship differently than they do. That's, you respect those values? The NBA? Mutual respect for Chinese values. That's a quote from the NBA commissioner. Because, of course, if he doesn't say that, then all those people in China who watch NBA basketball and buy shoes and patronize the King James brand and all those other things, all that money goes away. Yeah. Why are you surprised? If there's a price on your integrity, you don't have integrity. Why are you surprised? I'm not surprised. I'm out. I'm I'm appalled. There's a difference between being surprised and appalled. I'm appalled. I am not surprised. I'm not the least bit surprised. I wouldn't be
1: surprised if there were an NBA journalist that actually stood up
0: against China. Then, after Woj was suspended by ESPN, a multitude of players and journalists began a Twitter campaign #FreeWoj. LeBron James tweeted #FreeWoj. Pat Forty, Sports Illustrated, Free Woj, Maria Taylor, ESPN. Her employer suspended a co-worker. She tweeted she would always stand with Adrian Wojnarowski. Charles Robinson, one of the top NFL reporters at Yahoo, tweeted the same thing. I can't fathom working at ESPN. And after the company suspends Adrian Wojnarowski, tweeting my support for Adrian Wojnarowski and expecting no consequences. But these people know that they can do that because it is a, you know, you're supporting the NBA, which is predominantly black players, which is a you know, a w- very woke league with Steve Kerr, with Greg Popovich, and with all those guys mm-hmm. railing on the president and everything that's been typical and common to America. They know they're safe doing that because they know that's the mindset of their management. It's the world we live in. It is the world we live in. I'm just pointing out it's the world Yeah, we
1: live I mean, in. no, I, I just don't, I mean... Where, there's nothing to say because there's no dialogue. Because nobody, you can't have a dialogue without getting shouted down. Can't have a dialogue. Well, you know, um, if Senator Hawley, now I, I would also add that Senator Hawley's poking a bear a little bit and see if he can get a response.
0: I think he's holding him accountable. And I, I do. It's not, right. it's, I don't, I don't dispute your adjective poking the bear. I find that to be, um, a wise way to hold people accountable to say, Hey, I see what you're doing. Yeah. I'm not going to let this go without pointing out your hypocrisy and your fraud, right.
1: especially if you're a Senator and you're a leader in this country and a leader right. of the state of Missouri and one of one of 100 people in, in the world. And you have, um, certain feelings about what's going on in China and what's going on in Hong Kong. Then certainly you're right. And so it'd be interesting to see, I would love to sit in that meeting with uh, Senator Hawley and, and the head guy at ESPN. I would love to sit in that, just hear that dialogue to see if there's any way that we can, you know, come to some type of agreement. I mean, at what point, once you start losing the ability to compromise, this, in a democracy there has to be compromise in we are losing that every day and it's very irritating and frustrating because it doesn't have to be that way there's certain areas where we can all compromise certain areas some of us won't compromise i get that but there's got to be common ground and that common ground needs to be talked through and discovered and implemented i mean that's leadership in mm-hmm. my opinion
0: mm-hmm. um so let's bring this into the football realm um, righty. Oh, yeah. Uh, Because I have been critical since the Drew Brees comments of Malcolm Jenkins, the former Buckeyes response to Drew Brees Mm -hmm. and instantly crushing Drew Brees and not giving Drew Brees the benefit of a personal conversation before Malcolm Jenkins went on Instagram and teared up over Drew Brees saying that I stand for the national anthem because I use it as a way to honor my two grandfathers who fought Mm -hmm. actual Nazis in World War Two. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins was, and I think I made a note last week, like, hey, where's Malcolm Jenkins on the Deshaun Jackson comments about Jewish people? Again, it's the same question. It's Malcolm Jenkins, Black Lives Matter activist, uh, silent when another ethnic group, Jewish people, come under fire.
1: You you know why they're silent? Because it takes away from Well, this is what they're trying to do.
0: Malcolm Jenkins took to Instagram on uh, late in the week after thinking this over for a couple of days. So he had ample time to ponder a prudent response to the Deshaun Jackson situation. Mm -hmm. And his Instagram post said, we have to stay focused. All this back and forth that's going on right now about the Deshaun Jackson Jewish uh, comments is a distraction comments were made and they were wrong. Allow those who were impacted by them to voice their grievances. But we've got to stay focused because Breonna Taylor's killers are still not arrested. We're still fighting for justice. We got a lot of work to do. And this ain't it. Stay focused. Mm -hmm. So when Jewish people are branded as trying to take over the world, uh, (laughs) you know, in horrendous anti-Semitic comments to Malcolm Jenkins, Social justice warrior, Black Lives Matter activist, another ethnic group gets victimized. That is a distraction, and this ain't it. We got a lot of work to do, and that we're not part of that fight. We don't care about that. I think his response was disappointing. I, I, I think, I think
1: he's, he's focused on his cause, and so the other cause to him is a distraction because he's focused on his cause. I would say this. I applaud Deshaun Jackson in this way because... Uh, Julian Edelman, Mm -hmm. who is a Jewish wide receiver for the New England Patriots, former Kent State quarterback, actually played here against Ohio State as a quarterback. I don't know if you remember that, Bruce. But he did. So Julian Edelman reached out to Deshaun Jackson. And to Deshaun Jackson's credit, Bruce, uh, Deshaun uh, came out and said he does need to educate himself and – julian offered to go to washington dc with him and there's a um black history museum in washington dc which i've been to and there is a holocaust museum memorial museum which is fascinating and i've been to both and so it helps educate me on on both and so to Deshaun's credit Uh, Deshaun said, yes, he's, he's going to educate himself. And that's what I was talking about, about dialogue. And that was leadership shown by Julian Edelman. Hey, I'm willing to listen to you. Are you willing to listen to me? And so good things are going to come from that because we have two participating parties willing to educate themselves and willing to listen to each other. I mean, that's a good thing. That's a
0: very good thing. Do you agree? He handled, Julian Edelman handled that very well. And
1: I think Deshaun Jackson's response to the outreach from Julian Edelman is the way things have to be, right?
0: Yeah. I think you have to, you know, look, I mean, you think how you think, and I think you need other people to point out the flaws in your thinking. I certainly do. I want to be accountable to our listeners and and everyone else. And uh, then I give it uh, serious consideration but I know that I look at the world differently than a lot of people do yeah. because as a believing Christian, I mean, first Corinthians says a person who has the spirit of Christ inside them is going to look at the world differently than people who don't. Yeah. And so and, uh, uh, well, at times, if I feel like I'm living in a, in a, I'm just like, I can't even understand the mindset of other people. I'm like, well, you're not supposed well, to, I, you're not supposed to understand. That I was mindset. thinking about that in, no, you're not
1: in my life experience is different than your life experience very much my experience um in my life at 54 years of age has as molded my thought process and my mindset and it's not only that's the the, the secondary molder i guess the, the the primary molder is my faith mm-hmm. that molds how i respond how i react how do I look at things, right? And my whole thing last week was just telling everybody that, because for whatever reason, I had a lot of people reach out to me last week, and we're just talking, just friends of mine talking, um, and they're having anxiety. It's an, it's an anxiety created because, the, and these are strong Christian people, and I just said, I reminded them that God says, have no fear. Live your life without fear. I'm in control. You do not worry about tomorrow. Today has enough for You cannot add a single day to your life. That's not my opinion. That's the Bible. That's God talking to me. Hey, you can't add a single day to your life. That's it. It's already done. Whatever that is, it's done. You don't add a single day to your life, Chris. You just can't. I know when you're coming home and that gives me great peace. And for some people that might give them great fear. So I just reminded them that God tells us to face this world because there are going to be trials and tribulations. First James talks about that. Absolutely. And and you'll overcome that. Just rely on that. And I just had to remind people of being that uh, Joshua or Jeremiah seventeen seven about being that tree planted by the river. When a drought comes, don't worry about it because your roots are well watered. You will not, your leaves on the tree won't die. You won't die. Hang tough, but do, do not let your heart be troubled, or don't live with fear.
0: Yeah, I love the scripture you shared on uh, Friday. Uh, my yeah. my peace I give to you. My peace yeah. I leave with you. And, Christ's and, peace is a different peace than the peace we arrange for right. ourselves through world events
1: and and you know obviously i am always on i got to remind myself of that i can't just say okay well i did that last week i don't need to do it again i need to do it every day because you know one thing about um satan or temptation or fear or all the tools that satan uses he's persistent he doesn't stop no he's not stopping and you can't stop. You have the weapons to battle it, but you have to tap into those weapons. And what do you tap into? God has given you, or and we have received, a Holy Spirit. And it's my contention that we, as Christians, do not tap into the Holy Spirit enough. Either you have him in you or you don't. If you have him in you, then you call on him. And you use that because there's no weapon that can stand against that. Yeah. And, and I'm very adamant about that. So... There's a dear friend of mine that's having anxiety, and I told this person, "It's okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay." But you can't live in a cloud of fear, even when you have leaders tell you that this inspires fear and monsters are out there. There, it's 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 a false prophecy. Yeah, it's false.
0: You have been really good for me in that uh, there are times where I get overwhelmed with the depressing tone of our national conversation and of uh, what I would call a degrading of uh, moral culture. You have always inspired encouragement in me with that truth that, look, you know how it ends. You know how it's going to end. It may not be pleasant getting to the end. Uh, as it says in matthew uh, ten twenty two you will be hated by everyone because of me, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Oh. You have always done a fantastic job of modeling uh, resolute strength, confidence in the face of horrible life circumstances. Um, and I just want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for providing that encouragement for me. You strengthen me as a brother in Christ, and you hold me accountable, and I need to be held accountable. And I'm very blessed, I'm very rich that I have a lot of guys who do that for me in my life, and um, I would like to be that kind of force in people's lives. And when I get discouraged, it is um, it is a, a godsend to receive an email like we received on Friday from Jason. It says, hello, Bruce and Chris. Just wanted to thank you for the podcast. I enjoy it very much and look forward to Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm a 48-year-old married man with 19, 17, and 14-year-old kids. They all compete in sports, and sports are the big part of our lives. Um, It's nice to have a show to listen to where the people are having the same life experience as you are. I love to listen to you and Chris talk about your kids. And hear how proud you are of them. I feel the same way about my kids. I love the faith-based part. And even though I'm ready for all this COVID stuff to be over, I love that you have more time to talk faith on the show. I thought the show Friday was right on. We are not to be fearful. I sent the verse Chris shared at the end of this podcast to all my kids. Thank you guys for being light for everybody and sharing the gospel. Looking forward to Monday's show. Thanks again and God bless. Jason, that email made my day on Friday. It came at a time when I really needed it. Not because I was questioning why we do the podcast, I was just overwhelmed with events that seem to indicate a further eroding of how I believe God would like to see our world conduct itself. And as resolute as I am in my faith, at times, as you said, Chris, Satan just keeps amping up the attacks. He just keeps amping up the attacks, and he knows my weak points. He knows everybody's weak points. He knows where to attack. And um, so, thank you, Jason, and thank you, Spiels, for uh, being an encouragement to me. Share a prayer. I know Fr- Frank
1: Peretti, author. I don't know if you. This know present Frank,
0: darkness. This present darkness. The angels. Great right? book to read. If so, you want to know how life. It's a. It's not a. It's not a. It's a fiction, but it is fiction, and it'll enlarge your thinking upon the battle Chris and I are referring and, and, to. And basically, prayer and
1: drawing closer to God, the, the premise of the book, from what I remember, and I read them all. I think there are three. I don't know. But I read a series of these books. And the overwhelming theme of the book was the more you pray, the more protection mm-hmm. you have, More, the more comfort
0: you receive. And basically, prayers causes angels to help you, right? I like to think of it as prayer is fingernails on a blackboard. Right. to Satan and his demons. So it is a way to repel them because they just can't stand your connection right. to Christ.
1: And and I think angels are what Christ uses or one of his yeah. tools or whatever to I, minister to us yeah. in
0: times of need and hardship. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so there's you know
0: who Saint Michael is, right? I'm not as versed on the okay. saints. I'm not Catholic, so, so Saint
1: Saint Michael is is like the warrior, angel. warrior Michael the Archangel. Yeah, yeah. And can I read the Saint Michael prayer? And this is I want I want encourage people. You don't have to be Catholic. This that has nothing to do with this. This is just Christ using. All his tools and angels and guardian angels. And I I believe in guardian angels. I told you the story when a guardian angel lifted me up from the motorcycle when I was ready to fall off on the street Mm -hmm. and hands came on my back. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the malice and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him and we humbly pray. And do you, O prince of the heavenly host, by the divine power thrust into hell, Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl around the world seeking the ruin of souls i mean i mean that's what i was i tried tried to tell my friend this weekend to tap into that power that we have the holy spirit gives us that power and we pray then everything around us is strengthened there's a peace that surpasses philippians 467 mm-hmm. all understanding and it's and, and believe me the frustration levels that I have that I, I get angry, I get upset, I get concerned like everybody else, but as Billy Graham said, I read the end of the Bible. We win. I mean, I get, yeah. I get it. We win, you know, and, you know, there's beautiful thing, in, and this is because of my life experience. Again, life experiences um, help shape us and form us, and I'm not the only person that feels this way. There's millions of people that feel this way. Our life experiences uh, in Revelations, it talks about how do we win? Uh, We win by this because when we die and we go home, there's no more sickness, no more pain, no more sorrow, no more sadness, no more evil, no more nothing. It's all joy. And that's how we win. And so my encouragement to you out there and, it's very difficult to do because we live in a here and now, and we're surrounded uh, by negativity a lot. But is it always wake up, start your day with an eternal perspective. It's not, what are you doing for today? What are you doing for eternity? Are you uh, working for eternity? Or are you working for today? Are you working for in serving for eternity, are you serving yourself for today? It's, it's if you can do that and keep an internal perspective in mind and know that there's one day when we're we'll all rejoice, we'll all be one where there's no Jew, no Gentile, no nothing, but just us in, in communion with God, we, we win. So do me a favor, everybody out there. If your kid plays sports, sign a waiver. And
0: keep an eternal perspective. Let them play. Great advice. Now remember, God is in control. God loves you. Tap into it, please. And um, that's where you'll find peace, for sure. That'll do it for this Monday edition you don't of the have Tackle a, Life podcast. Hmm? You don't have a faith thing. I gave my faith thing about the 1 Corinthians oh. 1. The Holy Spirit's in control. Your yeah. mindset will not be what it is. Okay. I shared that verse from Matthew. Yeah, that's what I have to keep coming back and is focusing on what do I know to be True. God loves me. Yeah. God is in control. If bad things happen, he has allowed them to happen, and he has a purpose through the adversity. And he has surrounded me. He has made me rich beyond my wildest dreams in solid, resolute men of faith like you, Doug, and Roy, JP, Jim, and on and on and on and on. I could name you 20 guys. Beep. So that is... Uh, that is the human personification of my strength because all those guys and many more are connected to Jesus Christ and that is where my hope lies well how about this how about be joyful in that hope patient in affliction faithful in prayer you got this folks you got it Romans 12: 12, 12. have a great day we'll talk to you again on Wednesday follow us on Twitter at we tackle follow us on uh, Facebook and uh, review the podcast on iTunes. It'll help us. Have a great day.